The Playhouse and That's Not Canon Productions acknowledge the Yuggera people, traditional custodians of the land on which we are recording this show today and all surrounding areas where we live, learn and work. We also pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging. Bonus episode! What is happening? I'm actually like exhilarated. (gasps) Oh, this is so exciting. This is super exciting. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Once again, you are joined by... Chelsea. That's my name. (laughs) (laughs) And myself, I'm Brooke. And we're here today with a super fun bonus episode. Yeah. Now, these ones may uh, pop up every now and then and whatnot, but this one is more improvised, whatnot. We're not uh, speaking off a script or anything. It's not structured. It's just us really talking about ourselves because we're... We like talking about ourselves. I feel like a lot we, a lot of topics come up during the interviews that are interesting to flesh out, mm. but we don't necessarily want to say to the interview, hold on for a second. I know you just spoke about XYZ, but yeah. I actually want to talk about XYZ too because I have a story about it. Yeah, and it is important as well because obviously the listeners here, you have listened to our voices and whatnot, but you don't really know so much about us so I think that's really good about these bonus episodes is that you just want to learn a little bit more about us. Did the roomies know that you're a Gemini? We kind of discussed it in one of the previous episodes. I'm a Gemini person what are you? I'm an Aquarius. Oh it is the Aquarius. Is that it? Hair the musical. Was that a reference to hair? Are you becoming a musical person? Chelsea. I think so. You're going to make me cry. Oh, this sorry. is the dawning of the age yeah. of Aquarius. Oh my God. Okay. I'm not getting emotional this early on in our bonus episode. <laughs> I'll save the tears for afterwards. Now with these bonus episodes, normally we'd do a, uh, a cheeky word or a topic Ooh. that would kind of really highlight of what we're going to be discussing about. Do you want to do the honours of what we're talking about? Sure. Today's topic is artsy side hustles. Ooh. Side hustles for people who have like a career in the arts and then also another shebang. A second that job. brings them joy. Yeah. Maybe brings them income as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because that was one thing that Sarah Morrison was discussing about. Yeah. And we we're, we're, we're kind of, you were discussing about as well. It's like, we should probably discuss it a little bit more about it because it kind of seems a bit of a taboo subject in oh, the arts. 100%. Yeah. So we're going to do a bit of a discussion about that and maybe our personal experiences about it though, but... Yeah, just going to let it out in the open. Yeah. So just quickly, Chelsea, before we dive too in, too far into it, Yes. what do you think a side hustle is? Well, when you say side hustle, it just reminds me of a your partner right next to you. Side, your side hustle. You work, with, you, work, you work with it next to you. But, like, it is there. Like, mm. you've got your, your main hustle. Your passion. Your, your main your hustle. Passion, your, main yeah. hustle. <laughs> your main hustle. And then you've, you've got, got your front hustle. Then you've got your side hustle or your... I, I, this is the first thing that comes to my mind, plan B or like oh, option okay. B. Yeah. So yeah. I never really heard of the idea of side hustles, but I've kind of, the first thing that comes to my mind is your option B. Yeah. Okay. What about you? Interesting. Yeah. See, it's fascinating you say, you say it like that. I think for me, I was always doing multiple things at once. Mm. So, like, I don't even know if I have a side hustle. I think I just have, like, <laughs> juggling, like, 14 hustles. Yeah, yeah. 14 hustles. It's like a, like a measurement, like, unit of measurement. Multiple hustles. I have 14 hustles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so for, for me, like, they kind of all work together. Mm. So I'm having a super fulfilling career that also I, I can support myself as well. 
Yeah. Because that's important. Living is nice to do. Yes. And I think that's one of the main things that is quite hidden in this industry, but is super important to make sure that we stay alive. Yeah, well, super, I think a lot of people have a little bit of, um, I, I'm generalising, I'm like, oh, I think a lot of people have this. I haven't like surveyed the streets or anything. Mm. Um, I feel like a lot of people might have a bit of, mm, I don't know if shame's the right word, but a little bit of like, it's oh, a, well, I've doubt. Like, it's like, it feels like a, like a sellout, like yeah. a sellout kind of thing of like, oh, I'm not just an artist. I'm also working mm. in real estate or like, actually yeah. real estate's an art. I'll give you guys I'll it give is you an credit. Art. But it like, is an ha- art. like the separate thing, sometimes people might feel mm. a little bit ashamed to say, oh, I don't just support myself with the arts, which yeah. is silly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's kind of the – this is one thing I notice as well is that when I'm doing my, let's say, side hustle, I feel weird and ashamed of the industry that I work in. Does that make sense? <gasps> I get you. Yeah, 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 yeah. So where I work at the moment – I work in retail, yeah, for example. In, yeah, I work yeah. in retail. I was going to say, don't dox yourself. Don't say your <laughs> I work at an actual company. But yes, I work in retail and whatnot. And for some reason, when I talk to workers that I work with and they, they say, well, what do you do in it? And I say it, I feel weird saying it because it's like they can't relate to it. No, yeah. But when you're with your creative artists and your creative friends and whatnot, they can relate to it. Mm-hmm. What not? You can see your passions and whatnot. Do you do you get that? Yeah, a hundred percent. I was always a little bit. Um, I feel like with the arts, it's it's a lot about putting yourself out there, mm-hmm. and I hate doing that the most. Like advertising yourself. I don't like. I, oh, I don't like being a brand. Mm-hmm. Um, uncomfy. Mm. Uncomfy. Yeah, and sometimes when you say to people, like for example, saying to people like, "Oh yeah, I I co-host a podcast," they're like, "Oh, do you?" Yeah. What's that about? Yeah. A little bit like patronising, a little bit oh, diminishing. that reminds me. Ooh. You know how when, um, I don't know if you've had people that said this, but they're like, what do you study? And I say, I study theatre. They go, oh, like, okay. Like acting and stuff? Can like you act? acting Can you do and stuff. Student acting now? And they always say, are you going to go in Hollywood? Oh, yeah. literally. Yeah. Also, you're going to move to LA? Are you going to be a Hollywood Actually, star? I'm very passionate about the Australian arts industry, so I plan on staying right here. Thank you very much. I love staying here. I love the arts in here. Yeah, it's so. popping. But yeah, did you? All well, the I think time. It's, kind of a, it's kind of a sidetrack, but at the same time, it yeah. associates back to the idea of second jobs, side hustles, and whatnot. Mm. Yeah. One hundo. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, it's such a common thing. Oh, I feel I'm having like secondhand like stress of the people. Oh, they mm. say like, oh, you're an actor. Are you on Home and Away? You're gonna go for Neighbours. Are you going to get lots of money? Oh, well, Look. hopefully. <laughs> yeah. I do plan on being a wasp, you know, at one point in time. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> oh. oh, not that it's, it's not about money. It's not about that. Yeah, it's um, definitely not about money, though, but they just have that assumption of mm. acting. You get lots of money. You are rich and powerful and whatnot. But, but acting's also not the only career. No, There's it's not. There's so many things in the art. As, as soon as you say theatre, people jump to that acting conclusion. There's like a patrillion fulfillion, which I know we're yeah. preaching to the choir. You guys already know that there's a bajillion. Mm. I may be being a bit hyperbolic. Because we've but, we've kind yeah. of briefly mentioned it at the first episode of our introduction and whatnot, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. do you want to give a rundown of what you do? Me? Yeah, because you're <gasps> not just a fabulous host of the podcast as Aww. well as a performer and a teacher. I do a lot. Let's take it back in time. I started working when I was five. As a performer? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, I was, I was a child actor. Oh. Yeah, I did a lot of ads. Nice. Um, and then that kind of morphed. Obviously, I was singing and dancing and like doing acting classes way before then. That all started when I was yeah. like two. Actually, no, I started dancing when I was two. And then, st- anyway, started young. 
started working quite young. Then as I got older, I was still, you know, doing my speech and drama, doing my dance classes, doing the choir, doing the singing lessons, X, Y, Z, sports aerobics, all the things, mm-hmm. all the musicals. Um, then, you know, getting my first job working Rita. Ooh. I feel like I'm going on a long story. I then I eventually went to uni, studied drama mm-hmm. and dance and entertainment, loved every minute of it. My vision when leaving school, have you seen High School Musical? Mm-hmm. My vision was to be Miss Darvis. Really? Really. Oh my goodness. I adore I adore that woman. Yeah. It's it's a bit cheesy. I adore I adore Miss Darvis. But um the, the the Bachelor of Education, you only did at that point like six drama classes. Yeah, I was talking to a couple of people in my drama degree, they're doing the double. They're not doing yeah. as much drama Barely subjects. Any. It's at the in-between, yeah. And I had this thing of like, well, actually, in order for me to be my true Miss Darbus, I wanted to go and work in the, the arts realm and then take that and go into education then so I could be like, oh, students, welcome to the theatre, rather than being like, <laughs> yay. Like, I don't know. I, don't, yeah. I, want, I, wanted, I wanted to get a lot of experience behind me before I went to, into teaching. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, so then that's when my portfolio career began. Mm-hmm. I was doing – was okay, this, I've got to keep track because there was a point where I had seven jobs all at once. At once? At once. It was a scheduling nightmare and I didn't sleep and I was always in my car driving. A bit, yeah. To and from. I um, worked at a – no, it's fine. Okay. I'll, give, I'll give a bit of info. I worked at a resort in, in an entertainment team. Yeah. So I was like hosting stuff, character suits. I was mm-hmm. a dancer there and I was also the writer. Mm-hmm. We do um, shows and sometimes I would just write little scripts for voiceovers, that sort of thing. And I was doing voiceover work for them as well, mm. for the, one of the characters. I hope she's doing well. <laughs> I haven't done the voice for her in a long time. Don't know if they've recorded anything without me. Anyway, um, moving on. I was dance teaching. Mm-hmm. I was a birthday party princess. Ooh. I was... Ice queen. Uh, uh, (laughs) And I was sister princess. Sister princess? Is that a thing? (laughs) The sister of the ice queen. Oh, my god! And I was a – well, she's she's not owned by Disney, so Rapunzel Rapunzel. as well. Yeah. Um, They were my main main gals and I loved it. What else was I doing? I was – oh, I um, worked for a couple of universities. Ooh. um, They get actors in to – I don't want to reveal too much. There's some universities that hire actors for the purpose of – Role play, role play stuff. Yeah, that sounds a bit. A it bit sounds weird, but I know what. Yeah, I know what you yeah. mean. Yeah, um, so I did scenarios. that. Yeah, um, I feel like I'm missing stuff. That's why I've started getting into my writing. Then, so that's why I started working for another education company, writing for them, doing a web series. Nice. I feel like I'm missing stuff. Have we gotten to seven? I I didn't count. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I was there, there was um I was doing some like um, oh what do you call it? Like uh, I was I was working for like a roving events company so not necessarily ice queen sister princess more so original characters okay oh yeah and then i was i think i already said dance teaching and i was musical theater teaching and drama teaching Jeez. so Done i was lot. doing all that and i was also going for auditions because i at that point you know was like i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna be you know mm-hmm. a little little star girl so i was auditioning for stuff then i always had this thing of once i feel like i've accomplished enough that's when i'll go into teaching mm-hmm which I don't understand why I was so stubborn on that. Anyway, then one day I just was like, oh, I feel like I'm waiting for the for my life to begin a bit. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, I've actually <laughs> been working for 20 years. That's true. So I was like, I kind of am allowed now. Mm. I don't know. It's, it still sounds because I'm only 25. So it's like I'm not really that experienced. There's probably people listening to this rolling their eyes being – and I, I'm going to listen back <laughs> to this and be like, Fetus Brooke, you silly little <laughs> dum-dum. Um. 
Oh yeah. Also, I was doing community theatre. Oh, yeah. I, I was, I was, um, I was doing some Cory, doing some assistant directing, doing some performing, a bit of everything. Yeah. Um, so I was like, okay, I kind of, I've got a lot behind me now. My resume mm. is very long. It's piling up. So that's when I started my masters, and here we Whoa. are. I've got like six weeks left or something. <gasps> I'm so close to the end. So close. I, don't, I can't remember when this one comes out, but it might. It'll be, it'll be even closer than six weeks by then, hopefully. It'll be a couple of weeks that you're like, very close. Yeah. I'll be so very, close. Very, very close. So, yeah. Um, well, then that, now there's that tricky thing of like, I'm hoping I can get into drama teaching, but then it's competitive. I'm probably not going to be teaching drama straight mm-hmm. away. Even, even just get into the teaching world. Yeah, that's know, what I'm thinking. Get, get into, into the groove a bit. Mm-hmm. Find my feet. Mm-hmm. Drama teachers, uh, um, jobs that fill up quite. Do they? So I was like, at least if I get some classroom experience behind me, then plus my CV, hopefully a few years down the track, when a drama teacher position becomes available, then Mm. I'll step right into it. That's so cool. Yeah. Tell (gasps) tell us about you, Chelsea. That was like 16 minutes of Brooke Brooke recites her whole life story. What do you call it? Is it a memoir? Is it a book? Memoir. A biography. A (laughs) book. A border collie, a book. I thought you were going to say a border collie. And I was like, a border collie? <laughs> yeah. The book that has your life and it tells it in stories. Biography? Yeah. Biography. <laughs> I knew where you were going, Dad. So good, so good. Oh, my God. So walk, walk me through your okay. career. So I think my the way my journey kind of all started is obviously a lot of people, which is in their drama school or like at their drama classes mm-hmm. at school. And I did it as a subject. And I was like, I quite like it. But I didn't really, it didn't really cement it to my brain saying, I want to do this as a career to look up years after I graduated high school. And after I graduated high school, I was doing um, workshops, I was doing classes and um, I did TAFE for six months and whatnot. And I kind of had to wait. This is another thing. I had to wait till I got my citizenship. <gasps> that made it oh. much easier. Yeah, because I tried doing it I tried doing it at TAFE as well, but it was just too hard paying it all up front. Yeah. So I was like, I'm so close to getting it. I'll just wait a bit longer. And while I do it, I'll do workshops with like Zen Zen Zoro. I'll do um, an intensive workshop with like the con and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and then I got into the BFA drama at QUT. And yeah, you, you're in that one it's as well. To, That's I, your group. I, I'm like olden days though. Yeah, well, I'm in it's, my I'm in my third year, you're still so young and fresh, <laughs> still coming through. I can still feel the Brooke um, Brooke Edwards element and energy oh, in the room. Stop. Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> Brooke was once here, <laughs> but yeah, I <laughs> Brooke walked these halls. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, and I think, yeah, coming into the bachelor's degree in that, I did kind of realize like my shtick and what I would like to do and that. And at first, we talked to. Um, one of our guests and whatnot. It's like, yeah, I want to do just performing. But when you realise and develop your skills and you kind of find little moments, you can do so much more than that. Yeah. And yeah, uh, yeah and I realised that in my studying degree and whatnot. And now I'm nearly there, nearly done. Go girl, go girl. So exciting. But yeah, it's just a matter of what will happen when I finish. I think that's the main worry of when everyone finishes school. Mm-hmm. What happens next? Because obviously I've still got my job as well mm-hmm. in that mm-hmm. so it's a matter of um obviously having my job as is but it's a matter of getting my work out there and like whatnot. a big break my yeah or just getting my name out there connecting mm-hmm. with people and obviously still trying to live at the same time because <laughs> you can't yeah. you can't live especially as a young artist and mm. I think that's the one thing people do forget it's really frustrating trying to I feel like in, in, in many careers, there's a clear path 
mm. of get this degree, do this internship, and then you're on this track. Yeah. Whereas with the arts, it feels so like you could realistically there there are high schoolers that have the capability to get a ride play and get it put on by a local mm. theatre. Mm-hmm. But then there are also people who are in their 30s, 40s, 50s who have been working, 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 who still haven't. There's no. There's, what I was trying to say is that there's no clear formula, do this, do this, do this, and you will have a career. Like, oh, it's so... Literally. And that's that's the same with, like, literally every guest we've been talking to, everyone's structure of how they got into the, the business of the creative industry, everyone's process is different. Mm. Like, some people did it very early, some people did it very late, and some people did, like, I don't know, did, like, a business degree or did nursing, and then they started to go into, mm. like the industry which is interesting and yeah. I think that's one thing that people like artists should not feel ashamed about mm. well, I think there's also a lot of people that do like an artsy thing and maybe a thing that's not as like performing-y and it's not necessarily a side hustle it's like an uh, um, equal hustle I hate that I'm never saying equal, equal hustle. hustle I don't like it I regret Ooh, saying it. Hustle? Like, um, for example, like it's not necessarily just a job on the side that they don't care about. There's something they're really passionate about, something mm. that fuels them. Yeah. I feel it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, um, I think about our friend Juliet, who happens to be in the studio right now. <gasps> Absolute cake boss. I don't know yes. if you, you've already seen on Instagram. Track back on – how long ago was it? When was your birthday? Oh yeah, end of January. I should know that. Yeah, um, I was like, when did when did I when, when did was, I order my cake off? Julia? When was my birthday? <laughs> Mum, do you remember? Um, Julia does these amazing cakes. Yes. Go on her Instagram. It's the Mini Baker. Yes. Do you want to? M I double N I E. Can we speak? get her on the mic? Yeah. You so you can mic, personally advertise it because these cakes they're insane. Are amazing. She built an actual castle, a yeah. literal actual castle, a pink hot pink. Castle. What we'll do, yeah. Amazing. What we'll do is that when this podcast episode airs, we'll show <gasps> you the picture of the cake that Juliet yeah. made for Brooke. Yeah, it's do, crazy. Do you want? We'll this? put some others as well in case people are like, oh, I don't yeah. do pink in castles. We'll put, we'll put a, a, a variety. <laughs> but yeah, do, but, you want, do you want to discuss what it is? Yeah, yeah, yes. So hello everyone. I'm Juliet. I've been Hi, silently, Juliet. silently observing um, this episode recording, which is great. But it's a joy to be here. So. Um, Speaking on side hustles, I like, Brooke, what you were just saying about how it's not necessarily a side hustle that just supplements, right? It can be a side hustle that you really care about and that fulfills you in a different way to performing, Mm. right? So to me, like making cakes, I've always loved baking, of course, um, but it is very artistic and creative. Mm. And it honestly is a little bit of therapy to go into the kitchen for, you know, five, six hours in a day and to really just focus on this blank canvas of cake that I've got and design something and put something together. So like, yeah, building that cake for your birthday. <laughs> it was um, that castle how cake. How did that take? I I genuinely could not track it for you. <gasps> but when I tell you, and I'm sure any artist probably feels the same way about rehearsal, it doesn't matter. It Aww. if it takes two hours or fifteen hours, it's not about the money. It's not about the, you know. It, it is just so enjoyable to be there and work on it. And so 
I, I just do it for the love of it. And the other great thing about it, if we're talking about your options for a side hustle, is it can squeeze into any part of my schedule that works. So if I have an order and the only way I can do it is to start it at 10 o'clock at night after I've gone to see a show, that's when I do it. If I have to wake up early before work or if I have to take a day off to get it done, it is my business and I take ownership and just get to run it the way I want. So I I just cannot recommend enough finding something that you do really care about Mm. and it's not hard for you to commit your your time and your effort to. That's Mm. the best kind of side hustle you can have. And also Mm. doesn't hurt that you are make the tastiest cakes and they're also beautiful (gasps) it's the combo it's the double whammy yeah i also love making them for shows anyone who does a show with me there will be a cake opening or closing night i absolutely promise (gasps) so if you see juliet on your list to audition for your show there you go there's your right no pressure to put me in the show or on the team, but mm. there will be cake. <laughs> it's there good, will be cake. Pretty mm. good. Already a great deal with you on the show. And then the, the cake's like the icing on top. Ah! Oh! oh! <laughs> that was not intentional. Normally I'm intentional oh with gosh. those things, but that was not intentional. Love a good cake pun. <laughs> but yeah, what was the, what's the, where do we people um, find these cakes? Because they are amazing to look at. Yeah, if you look for the mini baker. That's what it'll be. Mini as in like M-I-N-N-I-E. Correct. So I just assume when I say mini that it's that It's because we're we're in a Disney bubble. Whenever we say mini, we know. Mm. Yes. Always mini like Minnie Mouse. There'll have to be another topic. Disney? (laughs) For the the business. Disney. Oh, that'll be a multi-part six hour (laughs) episode kind of situation. Yeah. We love Disney. Come to think of it. I don't don't really have a side. Like obviously I've got my job. Mm. Or not? I thought that was a side hustle, but I didn't think of like a smaller side hustle than that. Mm. Obviously, because I'm just that boring. <laughs> no, you're not boring at all, Tal. It might be something that like comes to you randomly one day that you're like, oh, I really enjoy doing this, and I can profit off it. That's true. Mm. Yeah. Oh wow. And um, Ma- Madeline that we spoke to a few weeks ago with her, she's got the crafts. Yes, that's right. And the, de- the, de- the de- designy. I'm so mm. bad at describing things. Mm. I think she's got a side hustle. Yeah, and I yeah. think when you when you are so invested into your creative work and whatnot. You're like, yes, performing and whatnot, and you're constantly on the go and whatnot. You, it's kind of like something to be like, yes, I, I, I enjoy it, but at the same time, it would be something like a good distraction, though. But at the mm. same time, you are enjoying it. Good old side hustles. They're so important too. That, mm. I think it's really hard as an artist sometimes to, I don't, I don't know, I don't know how to phrase it. Like sometimes it's, it's like bills are hard to meet, and mm. having a side hustle can. Yeah. Yeah. Really benefit you. Boost boost, boost the cashola. Boost. And also get boost the joy, hopefully. Yes. <laughs> Did I say cashola? Who oh, am I? I say, who cashola? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I say things and then I hear it and then I'm like, what? Wait, wait. <laughs> but yeah. Let yeah. us let us know, Rumi's, if you would like to hear more of Chelsea and I having a riff, having a chat, mm. having a chin wag. Ch- a what? A chin wag. Chin wag. Yeah, like a... Like a like a chat, like a chin wag. Chin like wag. you're wagging chin to push like a chit and a chat with yeah. a chin wag. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or even yeah, if you guys are enjoying these bonus episodes, you could even let us know what topics you would like to know about. Oh yes, let yeah. us know. If there's any other things or or even like questions you want to ask or anything like that or Ooh, topics, yeah, let us know and we can do that. For you, slide into the DMs. Slide into the DMs at Playhouse Pod on Insta. Yeah. Oh, I've got not got an idea actually. Ooh. Of one of our bonus episodes, obviously Disney is one of them. 
Do you, know, do you know that that's going to be such a wrap? I'll just be like, so Elsa, she's the best. I love Elsa. I think she's the best person of all time. And she has a sister, Anna. And I think Anna's the best. And Anna's so cool. And then they have a friend, Olaf, who's a snowman. And he's so cool, literally, because he's a snowman. And also, he's just really, really cool. And then they have this guy, Kristoff. And then Kristoff has a crush on Anna. Anna's crush on because Anna's behind. It's going to be. It's going to be a lot. Oh, my God. And then don't get me started on the Disney parks. Oh! Yeah, um, there's a lot to talk about much because. To discuss. You guys have worked there before. You guys know what you're doing. But yeah. So, yeah, I was thinking, like, were we like, what's another poten- like a potential bonus episode? Yeah. And I was thinking of how to get rid of the nerves <gasps> and stage fright. Shake the nerves. Shake, Shake the nerves. Uh, Shake uh, Like stage uh, nerves mm-hmm. and anxiety and whatnot, even though we're we performers and not what, you still get nervous. But I think that could be I a potential. I love that. Yeah. Ooh. But let us know what you would like to hear in these bonus episodes. Yeah, give us some topics. Give us some give us some tops. Give um, us that's, I hate that. We're not saying that anymore. Give us the sparkles. Give us the zazz. Give us the pop. The zazz. Was that a prom reference? Give us some so. zazz. I have seen that before. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I didn't know it was from this is, prom. Is, is this your second in one episode, your second musical reference? I just I think it's unknowingly came in. But yes, I am slowly like learning myself of the whole my biggest goal in this podcast is we get to like a certain point and you just have all the musical knowledge. Like you're just like a musicals gal. It's gone. <laughs> it's working. We go and see a show and you're like, ooh, was that some Fosse inspired choreography? And I'll be like, chills. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. Oh, thank you. But yeah, we're going to Yeah, let's goodbye. wrap it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, follow us on Instagram. Send us some DMs. Um, follow us on here if you haven't already, whatever app you're listening to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as always. Podcast episodes are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. And also, drink some water. Drink some water, yeah? Yeah. Yes, water. Drink some water. Yeah. If you haven't. It doesn't hurt. Well, it will hurt if you don't drink water, literally. (laughs) But yeah, (laughs) yes, you guys know all the gist. But yes, we're going to say goodbye now. Stay happy, healthy, and hydrated. Bye. Bye. And see. That's Not Kind of Productions podcast. Let's talk about X, baby. Ah, crappy relationships, the bane of our collective existence. But what do we learn from our mistakes? I'm relationship columnist Liz Bess. And I'm funny guy Tom Harris. Ghosts of Boyfriends Past will chat to guests about love gone wrong and take you on a journey through the funny, tragic, horrifying... And sometimes just plain bonkers stories about that crazy little thing called love. It's like a group therapy session. With two people completely unqualified to be leading it. New episodes drop fortnightly on Thursday, so join in to hear tales of heartbreak and woe and hopefully wind up a little wiser or drunker for it. That's Not Kind of Productions podcast.